0: All right, welcome everyone to another episode of Modern Life. My name is Sam here today with Stacy. Hi. And Tabby. Mm -hmm. And we are talking about one of the greatest movies of all time today, Easy A. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: But before we get in that, we're obviously going to do our modern thoughts. Can't forget about that. Um, So let's go ahead and get going.
1: God a promise, right here and right now, that we will remain pure and chaste until marriage. We promise. Awesome. 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 I love you guys. God loves you guys. Now let's change lives today.
0: All right. Who wants to start with their modern thought today?
1: I'll go. Stacy never goes, so. <laughs>
0: Stacy's like, the girl doesn't want to get,
1: don't pick on me. <laughs> back in the class. Exactly. <laughs> I've been thinking about Tajik Hall. His eh? newest album just came out. It's called Hearth's Party Part 1. Who is that? I tried to show you and you were like, I don't want to watch this. So I'm going to tell you about it. Is that the Pussy Pop music video? Pussy Pop. Or Whatever. Um, no idea what you guys are talking about. There was
0: this like... Insane music video you showed me. Yeah, it, I've That's seen him. it thirty times. Oh my god. Um,
1: okay, and I watched the making of of this <laughs> music video. So it's the song is called Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels. Nails, it's hair, hips, hips heels. Hip. Mm, it's it's so good. No. no. And I can just tell from the sound of it that I would like it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna <gasps> tell you why Tajik Hall is a great <gasps> artisan performer, and you can just be quiet. So.
0: He seemed like a good performer. I just didn't think the song was good.
1: Like following his career and like what he's been doing, I would put him up there with people like Janelle Monáe and probably Lady Gaga too, in a sense that it's beyond just being like a pop star and a musician, there's a definite sense of, um, identity and the kind of message they want to convey and just overall having this like vision of themselves and their music. Um, They're just like artists to me. It's not like the music industry, like churning out like another thing. He's definitely um, a queer icon. I know people say that all the time now, but he's out there, you know, representing the queer community. He was also just in Taylor Swift's newest video, but who wasn't? Like everybody's in that video. Um, And this music video for Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels, he has 70 dancers in that video and it's insane like more and more people just keep coming out and being part of this insane choreography and he originally had a lot of lady dancers in it because a lot of dancers are female and he's like no especially because this comes around like you know pride month I want I want this to be like an all guys thing and everybody's wearing heels. And he thought he wasn't going to find 70 dancers who were male and could work in heels, but he did. Um, it's just, it's watching it without the music, watching them just do it over and over and over again for the video. It's so loud because everybody's wearing heels and everybody's, you know, dancing and stomping around. And oh, they
0: kept that, they kept the sound of that in the video?
1: No, not in the video, in the making of.
0: Oh, I was, got it.
1: And it's it's just it's just incredible like my legs hurt just watching it like the choreography is amazing everything (laughs) flows together like you have more groups and groups of people coming in everybody's doing their own thing and it just it looks amazing my legs
0: were sore for the next week
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know i just it's just one of those moments where i'm like wow like this is this is to me like an important moment in art because somebody's like out there doing their own thing so i really appreciate that
0: the music video was good. I just didn't care. You for didn't the like song. the song. I, yeah. It reminded me of like the song Lady Gaga had in "The Star Is Born." When, God, it's just like, "Where well, you come around with an ass like that?" And like, it sounds good to me. No, <laughs> I <was just> like,
1: <laughs> um, but he does have all different kinds of songs. Oh, so. I'm sure.
0: I i just that's the first song I've heard, and I didn't. I don't care know for if it, it is.
1: Maybe if I played you another song, you'd be like, "Oh, I've heard that song before." So um,
0: okay, okay, yeah,
1: that's it. Who wants to go next?
0: Well, on a more depressing note, um, I know we touched on this at some point in one of the podcasts. Those, um, I just, there's more to add now. Those, uh, those people Facebook hires as moderators. No, we never talked about that on
1: the podcast. We talked about it. You and me talked about it.
0: Anyways, so. There's all this terrible stuff that gets posted on Facebook by people, right? Like people murdering other people and... like
1: Gang members, just Just craziest
0: stuff. And so in order for that not to show up in your Facebook feed, Facebook hires these outside companies to hire basically contractors um, to moderate. Like one person will moderate anywhere from one to 200 posts a day. And basically just taking all the bad stuff off of Facebook. But that means someone... Like an actual person has to sit there and look at those posts and decide whether, like, to delete them or not. And so this this came out a little while ago about how these people are, they have to sign non-disclosure agreements and they're getting like PTSD because they have to watch, like, you know, close to a thousand posts a week of just horrible stuff. They're
1: also very young and getting paid minimum wage or barely. Well, they're getting minimum paid minimum wage.
0: So. Yeah, they're getting paid like $15 an hour, which in the states where those people are hired like Florida and there's another center in like Phoenix like 15 bucks an hour, like the minimum wage there is like 7, 8 bucks an hour, you know, so 15 bucks an hour, like that's how they were able to get people to even do this job because in those areas $15 an hour is like way better than a lot of those other types of jobs like doing a call center or something like that. Anyways, these people have to sign non-disclosure agreements. Um, they don't get paid that well. It's usually, yeah, it's like the lower class people. People are just desperate to have a job. And so things have gotten so bad at these centers that three people, so there's a big article, I think it was on theverge.com. Three people like broke their non-disclosure agreement to this reporter who has also over the past months just visited all these centers and interviewed all these people. Um,
1: Which is tough to get in, right? Because I know the employees have to drop off They're very isolated. They have to drop off their phones at the beginning of the shift. Yeah, I think so. It's very regulated.
0: Um, Anyways, you're just getting, like, they're just, the the companies that hire people due to this job, they're just trying to find bodies, like, to fill the chairs at the desk because it's just, it's an insane job. Like, you're just trying to find anyone who's willing to do it. And so you're getting, you're not really getting the greatest group of people in there, it's like a completely dysfunctional work environment, where like, I mean, one guy said stuff always gets stolen, and people always get into fights, and it, like, it's, it's like a high school basically, and there's like workplace romances that people get, they'll get into fights about, and there's only, one of the centers only had one bathroom for the entire building, so then there's always like the toilets are clogged or people will like poop on the walls. It's just, it sounds absolute, Mm -hmm. it's like hell. It sounds insane. And so one of the people they interviewed that broke his non-disclosure agreement, he was just walking through the process of his, like he was recalling this one day where he got so upset about the posts he had to watch. It was really disturbing where I don't, like I'm not gonna say, if you go and read the article, like it's insane what these people have to watch. And this was one of the milder things he explained. There was this day where we had to watch this post of these kids who find this iguana, and one of the kids picks the iguana by the tail and just starts like fucking smashing it against the street until it's like a bloody pulp. And that was like
1: that's not that yeah, That's nothing compared. The, yeah. to, it was
0: disturbing the way he explained it, but it's nothing compared to some of these other mm-hmm. some of these other posts these people have to see. The thing is. Whatever the specific Facebook guidelines are, he wasn't it was like technically still okay to have that post on the internet, so he wasn't allowed to take it down, but it was a post that kept getting flagged, so he had to keep watching that video oh like it would keep coming up in his like oh computer of videos to review, so he had to watch this iguana get like smashed to pieces over and over and over again, but he wasn't able to take the video down like it's just completely insane. They interview people at Facebook and they're like, oh yeah, we're trying to make it better and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know, hopefully this is just something like a computer will do down the road. Like, it's just crazy to me that this is something, it's like out of a sci-fi movie from 20 years ago, where it's like, you're, mm-hmm. and we're going to make you work in this building and watch, make you watch this horrible stuff. And you don't have a way out because you're poor and we're not paying you that much. So it's really hard to quit your job and you have to sign an non-disclosure agreement so you can't talk to anyone about it. It's It's absolutely crazy to me that this is going on,
1: and also the fact that there's no psychiatric help provided after you leave the job. And then during the job, you can go visit somebody, but only for seven minutes a day. And people usually use that time to like take a break or go to the bathroom or like.
0: Right, and one of the one of the counselors there, he was he even he said to a guy one time, he's like, I don't even know how to help you. It's it's just so beyond Mm -hmm. because these people are just getting ptsd at their computer desk and it's like they'll have little like meditation rooms or tell them to go play with legos that's like a real thing and it's like how, how do you help someone who does insane stuff like this like these psychiatrists aren't trained for that you know i don't know
2: yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. what i
0: read about yesterday
2: mm-hmm. that's dark <sighs> um okay so my modern thought is just to give kind of a shout out to cracker barrel um, it's a restaurant that it's like in the South. Um, sometimes some places in the Midwest. Have you ever been to a Cracker Barrel? I have actually, cause I did live in Ohio and they have actually pretty good food. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of like an IHOP, but like better, oh. like more country style. Yeah. Oh, so
0: it's like a breakfast place? Yeah, it's a breakfast oh, okay. place. Um. It sounds like a barbecue place. It's not. Welcome to Cracker Barrel. Would you yeah, like Yeah, no, it's, it's like
2: a full breakfast place. Anyway. Okay. Um, in Tennessee, they have this, well, Cracker Bar has this, like, strict, like, no zero tolerance policy for discriminatory treatment or harassment of any sort. And in Tennessee... So
1: does the government.
2: Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but this is the funny part about the story. So this pastor, who also works as a detective in Tennessee... Um, mm. In Knox County, Tennessee. What does this
0: business card look like? I don't
2: know. I want a movie made about this guy. This, this guy's amazing.
0: It's like I, I I see it on one side. It says pastor, and then if you flip the business card around, he's like <laughs> private investigator. <laughs> no, it's
2: like a detective for the state, not private investigator. Uh, oh, okay. No, this guy like legitly works for the government. How does he um, have time? And he like Damn. literally, his whole message is anti-LGB. Yeah, I always mess this up. LGBT. Um, he like talks about like how the government should execute them and like just they should all be burned. Sounds like um, the South. And yeah, except that I, I just I can't believe that he's a detective. That just blows my mind. And a pastor at that point. Um, well, Checks they guess out. like he tried to have like a meeting at Cracker Barrel and they told him like. A meeting? Yeah, like a, pa- like a meeting for his church. And they told him like, no, you're not welcome here. And I think that I I just I think that's cool that they are willing to stand up for something, especially in an area that necessarily doesn't isn't against that because there's a Mm -hmm. huge client base and they're Mm -hmm. actually willing to like not only stand up for it, but like post it on Instagram and like really like fight against it a little bit. And I think that's cool in a time when like there's a lot of people that are not doing it, um, especially when it can hurt their like actual sales and stuff like that. So I think I it's just
0: a credit to the South. I think we think of the whole South as people like that. Yeah, and I think, I think there's a lot more Saints. That's sane true. People.
2: I'm it's sorry. True. <laughs> I wanna <to> apologize. <laughs> um yeah, I just thought it was awesome.
0: It's like everyone thinks of Germans as people in Lederhosen. That's like
2: That's just Bavaria. They're not That's
0: that's like <laughs> what people in Bavaria do like for one week of the year and then every you know it's just we think of the the South as Like, yeah, like you're going to get the worst of the worst like that a lot, but I think there's a lot more sane people than people realize. Yeah.
2: So that's my shout out. Like the company, there's a lot of companies out right now that I'm not super proud of, but this one in particular, I think, uh,
1: Go Cracker Barrel. Speaking of religious extremism,
2: Hmm? let's talk about ECA. Hey. And that was my lead in.
0: God, you're amazing with those lead ins. (laughs) I I didn't know where you were going with that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, so just a quick summary A, starring Emma Stone came out in 2010 it's directed by Will Gluck and it's the story of uh, the story of a young girl <laughs> who <laughs> finds herself oh hi <laughs> <laughs> uh, who lies about uh, having had sex and then s- does favors for people in situations like being there it's like um, a fake
0: prostitute
1: prostitute that's right and she gets basically she like, gets paid in gift cards home depot gift cards
0: <laughs> which right there these these kids have a lot of money in this movie so it's why Ohio. not just why not just give her cash why are they giving her gift cards Can anyone think about
2: hmm. this yeah
0: because
2: hmm. 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 i don't know wait why do you think Ohio? like all of them have a lot of cash oh pretty no it's like farming company there's like a lot of farmers there it's freaking
1: expensive if you go on that main street which shows up in the movie a lot like everything is so well, maybe expensive. the main street
2: but like i'm telling you there's a lot of like farming communities and like farming families that don't have a lot yeah, of money there yes. and i know that because my sister's married just married into one so like her entire family which are ridiculously religious as well mm-hmm. um they're from there and like they raise their kids in like all three boys in one room like I don't think everybody I that lives it there. I see it a lot
1: like Boulder. And when I went to visit, it reminded me a lot of Boulder where a lot of things are really expensive, but then it's also like at the same time, like a hippie community and like Ojai's back. We had Ojai and what? Our Wind River episode. Ojai keeps coming back. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan <laughs> of Ojai. I think because a lot of people love Ojai. Because it reminds me of Boulder.
0: Everything reminds me yeah, of Boulder. Yeah, everything reminds you of Boulder. <laughs> that. That's
1: not true. Just <laughs> Ojai. <laughs> I just have trouble with, um, especially white people, spiritualizing everything. And everything is about, like, oh, my karma and the Buddha and my, and my granola is so elevated. Like, I just struggle with that.
2: I don't really get like a hippie vibe from Ohio, I get more of a religious, like, more of a religious vibe hmm. from Ohio. Hmm. but in the same internalization of the like everything becomes about that and they're like not they're really good people and they're really nice people but they're like super right. religious kind of like i think the movie actually did a nice job of like showing how yeah it's like, supposed
1: to be a parody yeah. but it's not because you've met somebody like, yeah, like that amanda Bynes character in the movie so the way i remembered this movie was this is the movie that has one of the best lines in it? That's one of the only things I remembered is the teacher going, "Don't forget tomorrow's Earth Day." I thought that was like one of the greatest written lines.
0: Doesn't in the cafeteria? Yeah, that's he's like, cafeteria. "What are you doing?" Don't Nothing. forget tomorrow's Earth
1: Day. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I, yeah, think that he has, I think he has, like, some of the best lines in the movie. Like, the whole, like, when he goes up and catches the kid smoking, and he, like, breaks in, and smoking gives you, uh, it leads to pregnancy, and uh, just, like... M- mismatched tires. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> mismatched tires. It's so great. So brilliant.
0: Thomas Hayden Church. Yes. Mr. So Griffith.
1: In the commentary, they actually said those films were very, uh, sorry, those scenes were pretty long to shoot. Because giving him a script was completely pointless, and he would come up with a new line every every take, and every single time because it was something new and unexpected, like Emma Stone could not keep it together, so they had to <laughs> redo it because he's just always hilarious. And Have you guys always, seen any
2: of his other stuff? A few he was, of them, Yeah, he was in a like a long-standing TV show called Airplane, and he is hilarious yeah. in it. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it is really funny.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDB and he's just always doing these little side parts. He doesn't he
2: doesn't he is like he always plays like this side. He's phenomenal. He yeah. was in
0: Tombstone? Who was he in Tombstone? He
2: was the bad he was like the stupid um Oh, he was one yeah, of the bad guys. He was one of the bad guys. He uh, was the stupid yeah, one that like like literally was always just the idiot. Little baby face. Yeah. yeah. So in
1: relationship to that character and his marriage falling apart. I want to ask you guys how you feel about Emma Stone running up to him and telling him about his wife's infidelity.
0: Mm. I think it was the right move.
2: Same. Yeah. I-, I think it was the right move, but I understand her complexity about it because the idea of like being the one that has to... Passed the bad news on and the way she went about doing it i think that was where her internal struggle not that she ended the marriage but that she the way she did it like it was so like she just like ran up and like blurted it out oh sure
1: that's how emma stone says in the commentary too like maybe she wasn't wrong to do it but the way she went about it was wrong and i even disagree with that because Mm. what what is the right way to tell somebody that She walks up, she relays the information very quickly, very directly. She doesn't beat around the bush. She then apologizes and, like, runs away to have this dude deal with his feelings because, you know, she's a student and she's not even... Like, to me, I'm like, how else are you going to tell somebody?
0: That's the Um, thing. I feel like her and the teacher have kind of, like... Yeah, but just, like, running up and blurting it out
2: was, like, I don't know. I have some bad news. I mean, like there's right, like a precursor. True. You know what I'm saying? Like something, like not just running out. Rip like, the
0: band-aid off, Stacey. Just go. I I'm
2: I, I'm just saying like to turn someone's entire world upside down like that and then just to walk away and not offer any support or any but you know she's what I'm saying? Like there's. A student I know that, support. but at the same time, like they do have somewhat of a back and forth, you know, like, they talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like there was a little bit... But then at the same time, like, I don't think they could have done it any other way right. in the movie. Like, I think it was brilliantly done in the movie, and I think it is done exactly how someone who was in her emotional state would have handled it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like, the reason she feels upset about it is because how it happened and how she went about it.
1: And Stacy also pointed out that for the teacher to have... Given the student chlamydia, she would have had to have gotten it um, not that long before. So
2: yeah. she has yeah, been, cheating been cheating on her cheating husband. On. I mean, she's not, I mean, she already says, she may, She she hints at that like several times throughout mm-hmm. the movie, but it's like you have to kind of pick up on it. Because some people, I think, feel like, oh, she just had sex this one time no. with it. No, 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 no. She's been sleeping around on her husband. They haven't been having sex for a while. There's,
0: a, there's that one line she has where she's talking about how sluts can't admit it to themselves. Yeah, like, and she's when like, can't, trust me. Like, that's yeah, like, the she's, she's right
2: admitting there. it. And just so you know, I said the wrong name. It's not called, the show isn't called Airplane, it's called Wings. Oh. Sorry. I just, oh, I, okay. I, I forgot to write.
0: Wings are on an airplane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's very close. <laughs> when uh, that actor
1: is, like, walking across that main intersection of Oha and he's on the phone and he's like, I just said it was mm-hmm. Olive Pendergast, like, I didn't, and then it cuts to the teacher I was surprised that it was a teacher. Oh, I was so not surprised. I thought it was the, um, Amanda Bynes' character. Like, oh, she's been like, she's a Jesus freak, but she's been having like sex all along. I thought that was mm. going to be the twist. So I like didn't suspect that. Yeah, I didn't see that the first time either. Oh,
0: really. States I saw. You, a, of course, uh, coming a mile away.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Usually, like a lie like that to the parent. There's like got to be some kind of like it's not going to be so basic. I just feel like there needed to be more of a plot line. Um, so that's why
0: I knew But um, I want to talk about Emma Stone's family in the movie who is oh, one of the yeah. greatest movie families of all time I and think. it keeps
1: popping up on social media oh they're like referenced Stanley all Tucci the time
2: they're referenced all the time in the chemistry between Stanley Gucci and oh, I forget. Stanley Coochie? Stanley Coochie. Tu-
1: Stanley Gucci. Gucci. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, they like have such it's great chemistry. The whole, and the yeah. whole the you know they they the f- worked before together. Right. And they actually like agreed to take the oh, role. They're together. Really good friends. They're, like, yeah, like really good
0: friends. But like the family's such a tight unit, and I just you're like, man, I wish my family was. It, tight. That
1: family's not real. That's no, of course it's not. <laughs>
0: It's like everyone's way too cool with each other. There seems to be no family drama at all.
2: I, I, like, actually had a friend. This I think one of the reasons why I like this family so much is because I actually had a friend in high school whose family was much like this. Like, they would banter back and forth. Mm. The pa- kids were always, like, behaving themselves. Um, but they were, like, all very... So it, it does exist. It's just not a normal but the whole situation. Thing like,
0: oh, you got in trouble at school? Like spell it with your peas and ah, we're not going to ground. Like there's just very like free loosey goosey. But
2: not like the whole like hippie where they don't care what you do kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I think it, I think it's not a completely unrealistic. I just think it's not exactly it's fantastic. normal. It's amazing though. <laughs> It's like what I wish my family life was like.
1: There's so many great lines. Like when the, when the son goes like, oh, I won the spelling contest. And the mom's like, everything has spell check these days. And she goes, just
2: kidding. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, my favorite is when he like yells, out, like, wait, what? I thought you were going to wait to tell him that he's adopted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he
0: like, slams the cover. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love to spell it with your peas when both are like
1: spell your peas oh yeah spell it with your peas <laughs> and they just keep going t t t t t t t
0: that's fantastic like, and the dog they have I you want love that the dog. dog even though it'd be a nightmare in the summer it's too long the hair
1: is oh,
2: too long. oh long I, those you guys those are those those dogs don't shed. They don't? No, that's a, that's a, uh, you, uh, train, you have to trim it. What? Yeah. Oh. It's the perfect dog.
0: Okay, okay. goodbye, Bella. <laughs> our dog's going by the way. No, side. those
2: are grooming dogs. They don't shed at all. All right. Interesting. What are they, yeah. w- hmm. They're hypoallergenic. will be our next dog.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to point out one more line that I thought, just the humor in this is very, very like old school, and the jokes are very like academic. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: everything is so smart. Yes. like every mm-hmm. every line and there's so many connections with everything like uh even like all of Pender uh, Pender what's her last name again Pendergast Pendergast you know that that's like a oh, what's it it's a uh, I
1: don't tell me <laughs> Give me a minute
2: <laughs> uh it means There's no time if you redo it, when when your words when you can switch around the I love she does one in it like, her na- first name is Olive, and if you, like, move it around, it spells I love, where her last name is um, one as well, and it's for, like... What is um, it? An anagram. Anagram. Isn't That's anagram. what I'm thinking <laughs> of, and it's for, like, uh, go
0: ahead. <laughs> Pretend Shag. What? Yeah. Pretend Shag?
2: Pretend Weed. Shag. Um, it just sounds
0: like someone on the internet figured this out. This doesn't no, seem like No, they actually talked about
2: it. I believe it. Yeah. I love pretend shag. No, like if you move the letters around, it spells yeah. pretend shag, just like her name. All of mm. I love.
0: I love pretend shag.
1: Mm-hmm. But like the, one of my other favorite jokes is the mom being like, there's a, a gentleman caller. He's oh my God, asking for your hand in marriage. It just reminds me <laughs> of the glass menagerie. and like, There's that like <laughs> Sylvia Plath joke too. Which, like, that is a red flag. Then he, that date rapey guy, like, makes a Sylvia Plath joke. And then she's like, oh, if we run out of things, like, we'll just stick our heads in the oven. And then he doesn't get it. Cause that's how Sylvia Plath, like, killed herself. Yes. Um, I'm like, dude, you suck. Like and he, doesn't know, he doesn't know anything, basically. <laughs>
0: um, one of the things that doesn't work for me in the movie is her, oh. like, best friend's.
1: Um, it I only noticed that rewatching it last night that that doesn't a very, work for
0: me a very forced character in the way that she's just it's just a little it's just a little over the top it seems like
1: well she's like the guidance counselor where she refuses to listen to her right and she keeps talking over her. And then at the end of the movie, you don't have them reconciling, and her being like, "Oh, I should have listened to you." You only have Olive being like, "I'm sorry, I lied to you." There's not a mutual coming yeah. together. You know, I just feel like I needed like one extra scene with them. Or... Sure. And the other thing that's really strange is that she suddenly joins the religious cult, and then her um, her paper, her cardboard uh, poster is the what is it? It's the. One of the commandments. Exodus. Exodus 2014. You thou shalt not commit adultery, which is one of the themes in the movie, especially with the Scarlet Letter. But Emma Stone isn't married in the movie. So I don't know why they keep like saying she's committing adultery. I'm like, yeah, why are you so dumb? <laughs> just
0: religious. I, I don't know if she joins the religious group that I think she just is like. Mad, mad, exactly. She's like trying
1: to get back. Yeah, but she's still dumb if she thinks she doesn't know what adultery is.
2: (laughs) I, I just don't. I don't buy their friendship, like from start to finish. Like this girl is. Oh,
0: I do because the her friend is super obnoxious, so I don't think she has a lot of friends. And then Emma Stone's character Mm. is very like isolated, so she's just like. Yeah, okay, I'll get along. Like, I can sort of get along with this person. Like, we'll be friends. I think it's just too...
1: They balance each other out. I don't
2: know. That, and
0: I just don't... I think they're both kind of really weird in their own right. right. And they don't have a lot of other friends, so they're just kind of, like, hanging out.
2: That's the vibe that. I get. I don't know. I just think Olive's, like, smarter than that. Like, I just feel like her friend is not a very good friend from start to finish. She's always, like, pushy and bossy. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like she would have better taste.
0: Yeah, she's, she's just a little much... Her friend. Yeah. Yeah, that and the guidance counselor, Lisa Kudrow's character is also just a little over the top, but I mean, it all works.
1: It works for me. Just like that line where she keeps going, who would you believe? Who would you believe? (laughs) Who would you believe? Like, (laughs) I think it's hilarious. (laughs) Stacey and I do hate her eye makeup. I don't know why it's not blended out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. And it's all I can look at is her her eyeshadow not being blended out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I think
0: we have to reach out to the makeup person and see the what's going on there.
1: Person. Um the other thing that's kind of I mean, and this is like a high school teeny drama movie, but is the very beginning when she's like, "I'm not the pretty girl, I'm the clumsy girl who falls over and it's like it's Emma Stone, she conforms to every like Hollywood beauty standard. So what, the well, message
2: it, not necessarily I mean, she's always been kind of like the offbeat one. She, I mean, she even conformed herself. Like, look at her now versus how she was then. I,
1: I'm like, sorry. Like, she's thin. She's white. Like, like, oh, I'm not. It's just as somebody watching that is, you see this in movies over and over, where it's somebody who's like perfect, and they're like, but I'm not the pretty girl in school, and it's like, yeah, you no, are. I don't,
0: like, I don't think she is. She doesn't. Okay. Like, she doesn't really have much going... Like, she doesn't really have a butt. She doesn't really have much of a chest. Like, she's got a... Almost like a... It's not like she has, like, a flat no, stomach in the No, she's not perfectly flat movie. stomach. She, no, she like has, her, like, a
2: little bit of a belly. Not
0: that she's she not does. a belly.
2: Like, like if you, you see her in that? the shorts, she has, like, a little...
1: Like no, she's, not... she's two-dimensional. She's, like, so No, thin. she's just, like, a
0: flat board, and she's just a little, like... It's early Emma Stone. She's a little awkward-looking... Not that she's not pretty, but she's not, like, the blonde bombshell from school.
2: Yeah, it? and I'm not saying that they don't, like, they. that was, like, the start of them, like, putting someone who may not be, like, the conventional beauty in, like, a lead role. And when they 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 were, like, in Duff, like, another great uh-huh. uh, teen comedy, they actually do a better job, I think, in that one of casting right. the right. outcast. But it was, like, a That's start. True. You got to realize that there's got to be a starting point where they start to, like, make these, because they, they do it, and I mean, like... Look at um, in all the '80s ones. Who was the who always played the sixteen candles? Molly Molly Ringwald. Like she's she wasn't traditionally beautiful, but she she was beautiful. And I feel like they kind of take that redhead role, like as the off kind of girl.
1: No, I mean I know it's different looking back on it, but I still I still want to like analyze it and look at it and be like, it still it still sends a certain message about you know, beauty and what's acceptable and what's not like, cause you have that fat guy in the movie and the only thing he's ever done wrong is like, he's slightly overweight. So nobody wants to bang him. And he's like, this scum of the earth. <laughs> like it's, you know, it's just all Hollywood movies are like this. And that's just, that's just how it is. Kind of. I
0: don't know. It's also just like high school, especially, yeah. in Cali- especially in California. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Growing up in California, like that's very much what yeah. it was like. Like, the blonde bombshell was the prettiest cheerleader, you know what mm. I mean? Or like it was very, it's a very vain place to go. Right. I think high school's
0: right. just vain in general. Yeah. Like I don't have a problem with any of the stuff in the movie. But
2: because it's so vain, like who,
1: who in high school thought about anything other than themselves? The fact that so many people would care if somebody in high school had sex, it's like, it's a movie, you know, <laughs> like that's not, I don't
0: know. Like we I remember like we traveled in high school like oh yeah, I did. you yeah. cared
1: if people had said. No, I didn't like, care, but you would
0: hear about it. Not right,
1: that I right,
2: right. No, I'm just saying. It's yeah, a but movie it's also it's not. I mean, it's not exactly the same. It's like a smaller town. It's like a religious-based town. Like it's kind of a it's different true. environment. It's a. Tiny town. It's, a it, it's kind of like supposed to be kind of a different environment. So it, it the gossip is different, and what affects you is different. So, like, I mean, definitely spreads. You definitely get that. I, I had a similar situation in high school with word traveling and all oh, like the people. truth comes out. Oh, shut up. That's it. That's where you're going to end that story. Is there any,
0: is there any pictures of you with a red a on your chest? No,
2: no. But I definitely went through like, it was, it was a little earlier than high school. It was like eighth grade where I had like, had like an, ex- like a sexual experience with a f- best friend and then it got out. And then like all of my friends kind of turned on me Damn. and I, um, went completely like the opposite where like I, stopped playing sports i stopped everything and like it was like prom queen that year and then turned out the next year i was like you were I prom didn't...
0: queen in eighth grade yeah wow
2: mm-hmm. huh we're finding out how a lot, that... lot here
0: how can you be prom queen in eighth grade because
2: we i was i went to private school it's different rules what yeah seventh there's eighth a grade there's a prom in eighth grade and then what there's another happening? one your senior year and it's i was like a prom yeah, but eighth I mean, Eighth grade like, is
0: still middle school. How was there a prom? Because it
2: wasn't middle... It was... that I'm telling you that that's how it worked in my school. Like, there was a prom in eighth grade, and there was a prom... I went through seventh through twelfth.
0: There's a prom every year starting no, in eighth grade? No, just eighth
2: grade, there's a prom, and your senior year. And I went to a smaller school. That's it? Yeah. We graduated in eighth grade to go to high school. Jeez. Yeah.
0: Kinds of weird things going on. Yeah. Okay.
2: But, I mean, it was a very similar situation, and I, like, got fed up with the entire, like, social system and, like, went anti-social from that point on. Hmm. So, I mean, it does happen.
0: And now she's the Stacy we know and love today.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> the Scarlet Letter jokes I actually really enjoy about yeah. um, Demi Moore. And I think Gary Oldman was in that movie too. Was he? Yeah. I, I believe old. so. And also the <laughs> foreign film she goes to see is German for the Scarlet Letter. <laughs> yes. So I just thought that was hilarious. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs>
0: Gift cards to the foreign movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> um so the whole movie is based her whole downhill tumble starts when she gets into trouble in class for calling that girl a twat right mm-hmm. but the girl called her a skank and we talked about this during the movie
2: yeah and personally attacked her i don't
0: get how that girl didn't get into trouble no, that didn't make any nonsense. sense to me
2: that didn't make any sense to me either but did you know that um UK actually rated it like 15 because of using the word twat. So I guess like in some countries oh, twat God. is known to be like a worse word you than twat. Skink. Right, but it's... I'm just saying. No, I agree. It doesn't make make any sense that either both of them didn't get in trouble And you can
0: still have both of them get in trouble and it still works with the story. It's just weird that she didn't have to go to the office or anything. And And then the teachers later like, oh... That specific
1: teacher wouldn't send her to the office. Yeah, because
0: the teacher was like, oh, it was on your side. It's like, well, then why didn't you just send both of them to the office? Yeah. It was a little strange.
2: I thought it was weird.
0: What do we think about the whole, I mean, her whole love story with... uh, He's one Mr. of my Lobster favorite... There. He's like one of
2: my favorite <laughs> characters in the entire movie. his name. <laughs> Lobster Todd. Lobster, Lobster Todd. What's up, Todd?
0: I love Todd. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Oh, my God, that
1: scene. Like, it kills me every time when he's chewing on the log as the beaver, and he's like, and then he jumps on the trampoline, and he just eats shit because he he's wearing that, like, giant beaver outfit. And also, when he first comes out as the devil, he just... Launches his trident <laughs> like into the crowd <laughs> and then it cuts away so we never know what happens. <laughs> is,
0: Todd, is Todd everyone's favorite character? Todd
2: is Oh there's like, so many great characters in this, it's really hard to pick one because you have the fam the dad, you have the mom, you have Todd, you have
1: Well, I think what I like about Todd is he's not He's not just a love interest who just exists and doesn't do anything. Yeah. He's got his own stuff going on. He's got a job. He's a mascot. He's like yeah. partying. He's got his sister's rehearsal dinner, whatever. Like, you know, he's he's living his own life. He seems
0: to be the cool kid. But, yeah, he's not like, doesn't seem to be going to click with anybody. Right. He's just like.
1: Everybody gets along with Todd. Everyone,
0: and yeah, and everyone likes Todd, even though he's. He's like a jock, but also super dorky at the same time Mm -hmm. because he's like the school mascot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's willing. And he's like the guy singing in the restaurant the birthday song with the lobster. Like, he's just... Todd doesn't care, man.
2: (laughs) It seems like he's got his shit together compared to everybody else.
1: (laughs) And also for the audience to know that these two characters are going to be together... I thought it was really mm-hmm. interesting that the first line is, you know, Emma Stone says, "Oh, even if he's dressed up in the stupid costume, I still think he's hot." And that's as audience, that's all you need to know that there's like an mm-hmm. attraction between these two characters. Yeah. Y- even before you have that scene of them almost kissing when they're kids, like you already know kind of what's going on. Right. Which I appreciate.
0: When this movie came out, 2010. So this movie came out. When I was a freshman in high school. Emma
1: Stone was 22 years old. When and I remember, remember, so
0: Emma Stone was like really taken off. And everyone, I remember a lot of people had like this little, like Emma Stone's really cute. Like this little semi-celebrity crush, right? Mm-hmm. I remember Didn't we all? I, I remember, so you know at the scene of the movie where they're riding the, uh, the lawnmower? Mm-hmm. And they're like both got their fists in the air. I remember one of my high school friends <laughs> taking that picture. And he photoshopped his face. Over Todd's face. It was just him and Emma Stone on
2: the.
0: I don't know why I remember that. that?
1: Do I know what it was?
0: Um, um, I don't know if you know him. No. But I just remember, I don't know why I remember that. I just, I found it so, just the way he photoshopped it, it was just perfect and it was hilarious. He's like, look, I'm hanging out with Emma Stone, basically.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. The director said he actually felt pretty lucky that they got the rights to the clips of all these '80s movies oh, yeah. when he shows that montage. No he's, he's like, "Oh, I didn't think we were gonna get like any of these." It was um, like a pretty small it. budget movie. You know? Yeah, yeah, and they all made it. Has made the director
0: done anything else?
1: He did. Um, um, not Heidi, What's Annie, Pure <laughs>
0: Rabbit, Friends with Benefits.
1: Yeah, he did the new Annie movie, which was a great movie.
0: Oh, he's producing a lot.
1: He also, I mean, he writes a lot, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he's, like, producer, writer, yeah. does, like, a lot of TV stuff. It doesn't really, hasn't really, Annie was the only other big movie he's made. That's weird. And Friends with Benefits. <laughs> That's what he directed.
1: So his vision for this movie was to make everything orange, which I didn't even notice. And, but there's always an orange. There language. is?
2: Yeah, it's, like, his, like, artistic thing. It also has to do with the fact that Ohio is, like... Wait, yeah. what else Huge is orange? Community. Like the colors, like the walls will be orange or there'll be something really? orange like throughout the entire I thing. Didn't yeah. There's that. always
1: a basket of oranges at home. Like the thing that falls out of her purse is an orange. Oh my God, um, I'm looking at
0: you're right. The school. The school's orange. The school logo thing has orange it's in like it. It's like yellowish. Yeah. There's a lot. So then all the people in the background are wearing the school jacket, which is all mm-hmm. yellow orange.
1: Or someone. Emma will be Stone wearing, is yeah. orange. Always be wearing like a orange sweater or. Something like that. Huh. Yeah, Which like, fits, it fits with the, just the light and everything.
0: Well, it's smart that all the school stuff is orange. So then in the background, the school mascot, like the beaver and the logo, it's all always orange in the background.
1: And this was a real high
2: school, in, or it still is a real high school in Ohio. It's like where the they main started, high school, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they had is there travel, more than one high school in Ohio? I don't know the answer to that. They actually had to shoot because they were trying to give you like a typical like high school experience when they were filming it. So they had to take a couple of the scenes and film them at parks, like the center of attention or like the communal area. And like a lot of schools in California don't have that communal area. So they had to shoot like some of the scenes like off campus, like Hmm. on it, like parks to like show the communal aspect. Hmm.
0: So Emma Stone's career took off after this, but Mr. Woodchuck taught he hasn't done anything. Nothing at all. He's like in a lot of TV stuff. Yeah, He wasn't even
1: nominated for a TV award thing.
2: No, she was the one that was nominated for an Emmy. Just I want, more, I want more Todd in my life. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the director said something in the commentary, which I thought was very interesting. And it is related to this clash between digital and film. And he shot this movie in digital. And him and Emma Stone were saying how they preferred it because it's cheaper than film you don't have to take breaks every fifteen minutes. You don't have to interrupt scenes because you have to change a reel. I
0: think digital makes sense when you're doing a comedy because you can kind of, and especially if you have like the the actor who's a teacher and he's constantly mm-hmm. making people laugh and improvising, you kind of just want to keep filming and just try to find that perfect moment where it...
1: it just it just reminded me this was in such stark contrast to Stark um, Robert Downey Jr. who threw a fit. Do you remember the story? Mm. He threw a fit because he had to do a film in digital so they wouldn't take breaks every 15 minutes. So he would start peeing in bottles and leaving them for the... Oh, yeah, I know that story. ...pick up.
0: That was in his dark days.
1: I think that was pretty recent, no? No, that was like before he went to... It's just hilarious to me that these like Hollywood starlets are throwing fits because they don't get a break every 15 (laughs) effing minutes. (laughs) Meanwhile, who's like your average American working man out there, like tilling the soil? Like, no, that I'm was sorry, when Robert like,
0: Downey had like lost his mind. That was like before he went to rehab and all
1: that. Oh, I thought
2: it, it was afterward. Like afterwards. Oh, no, like, like, no that was so. like two guys and a girl era of his career. When okay. he yeah, really... I'm pretty sure that's when he yeah. was just
0: out of his mind. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Oh, it was on the set of Iron Man. Just kidding. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people speak up pretty nicely now. So, i
0: I've, I have heard. You know, because I work in a bar in L.A., you do hear, you have some industry people. Like, I hear makes things about Robert Downey. Yeah. And, like, one of the bartenders I work with, I guess, bartended, like, one of his big, he had this big birthday bash down in Malibu, and she said he was super weird to her. Like, I know, I hear makes things about Robert. He, he definitely mm. seems like a diva. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. He's an
1: artiste. <laughs> I won't go into my rant about how we let men get away with things and... That's it. We're cutting up the <laughs> TED talk. Um, I don't like Emma Stone's shoes in this. Emma Stone didn't like her shoes in this. What are Why her shoes? Is she wearing cork cork wedges in high school? Who goes to high school wearing high heels? Nobody does this. And I think the thing that bothers me is like, if she she should have worn flats in the beginning, and then when she makes the transformation, like that's when I'm like, oh, the heels make sense. Hmm. But she starts off right away wearing these like ridiculous cork wedges, and she actually had to like like make a point to wear her Uggs at home she's like yeah i'm not wearing this character wouldn't wear high heels at home like she's wearing her Uggs Yeah, at no home. way stacy did
0: anyone want to wear high heels at your high
1: school when they're like cleaning doing detention and mopping the same her mopping is all over the place there's no organization <laughs> no <structure>. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah there
2: were girls wearing high heels to school
0: it's california i believe yeah. it it's-
2: it was a thing. There was like everybody had like the wedges because they were more comfortable than like actual high heels. But I was a uniform, so it was like you had to wear your sparks where you could. So, like, oh, so like sense. we you had like uniform skirts and uniform shirts. So, like, girls had to like they like would wear the, the you know, where's the wiggle the room? Yeah. yeah. So,
1: hmm. people in Boulder did not wear heels. I mean, I to was wearing tennis school.
2: shoes and like high socks, but mm-hmm. I was doing more of the jock mm-hmm. thing. So,
1: I guess it just didn't make sense to me for that character. You know, like in the beginning. Like
0: no, I, that, I do see. I don't see her wearing... She's like this dorky girl. I don't think she right. would wear high heels. I don't know. By the way, people in Boulder wore Crocs. It's a stark contrast. <laughs> with socks, yeah. Crocs with socks.
1: No, they would wear the like toe shoes that had the... What were those called? They're shoes, but each of your toes is like... Yeah. A, I don't want... It's yeah. a different world Let's out there. Let's not go back to that. <laughs> something else that bothers me is uh jesus freak's uh headband is constantly falling forward is it onto her face and i'm like why is nobody pushing that back or like fixing it in oh no that was
2: that was how they were like some people were but it's only in some
1: in some scenes it's like up here like on her forehead and then in some scenes it's like normally like it just drives me crazy because her hair is like poking out. That that main
0: Jesus Freak girl, I don't even remember her name. I it's think... Amanda Bynes. It is? Yeah. Wow. I, it
2: was the last the movie she did before name. she like went off the deep end.
1: She went off the deep end? What happened? Oh, she
2: was like, went into drugs, like her career went she was like huge she was like a huge up and coming actress. Oh, she did that she's movie. I don't know. She is actually she's trying to get back into acting, but okay. um but that's why you don't see her in anything after this because she like Literally saw herself in that movie, and then like right after that went off the deep end and did a bunch of drugs yeah. and like basically like went crazy.
0: Oh yeah, it's the last movie she ever did. Yep,
2: Holy and crap. now she's she's trying now in the last year to get back into Hollywood, but a lot of she's like burned so many bridges, like a lot of people are struggling to like give her hmm. a chance. Yeah.
0: Was she like a big? Was she like a Disney star or something? Yeah, she was a
2: Disney star. She did that movie um, where she plays the soccer soccer player that like. Um, like basically pretends to be your brother in college because uh, oh which, yeah yeah huh. she did the
0: well, this was her last movie because uh, she... I was going to say I think she does a really good job yeah. in she's, she's she did hilarious a phenom-
2: she's hilarious she did a phenomenal job like she was an upcoming like we all thought she was going to be like one of the bigger star, or like comedy acts, and born in just... Thousand
0: Oaks, California, yep. right down the street. Oh no!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that was her first mistake right there.
2: Mm-hmm. Thousand Oaks,
1: <laughs> Getting Being born? born in Thousand Oaks.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of like drug use out there in the schools because oh, kids oh, huge just get
2: bored. drug use out there in the schools.
1: Huh. Mm-hmm. So about the home scenes, there's a lot of scenes with Emma Stone eating, and she said like she actually really likes those scenes. Um, well,
0: eating with the family, you mean? Yeah,
1: or? and she's like, because people. I've never heard anybody say that they like eating scenes, especially because often the the food isn't kept at the appropriate like oh, holding like temperature. So like it takes. goes bad, and you're oh, eating yeah. all day. And she goes, she was so funny. She was like, "No, you've really got to commit. You got to commit to eating, and you're doing it all day. And I am with it."
0: <laughs> so she's just like more fresh meals. Yeah, keep she's like, yeah, you never
1: it. see people like actually eat in these scenes, but I'm there. I'm eating it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it made I me like laugh it.
0: yeah i never thought about that huh you have to like fake eat because if you got a retake you can't have like half the steak gone all of a sudden right you know so what it's I mean? a
1: continuity thing that's why people don't eat right. and also you're eating all day and the food and sometimes the food isn't the food it is supposed to be and that's why people are just like cutting things or sipping on their like mm-hmm. drinks yeah and even that i remember um this is kind of a tangent but Lena Headey drinks a lot... Her character drinks a lot of wine in Game of Thrones, and they kept... And there's scenes of her just getting... Um, the character getting drunk, <laughs> and they kept substituting it with, like, cranberry juice or fruit juice, mm-hmm. and after a while, she was like, we gotta do, like, colored water. Like, I, my brain is popping out of my head because I've <laughs> consumed so much sugar in the last... Like, <laughs> she had them, like, change it to water.
0: <laughs> Which she- you originally drank all it was like real wine no it was all
1: just like cranberry juice or like pomegranate juice or like you know something really sugary
0: what's like if you gotta smoke in a scene you just gotta keep smoking i don't know like all those things i would seem would be ridiculous if you're doing movies eating drinking smoking right
1: yeah totally um the one question i have about this is where is Emma Stone's older brother and if the family is so tight why is he never mentioned or never at any of the family things cuz she's at college But then how did she get with his friend from college Because like she the, went out there
2: for the weekend She went
1: out there for the weekend It's just funny that the family He's never probably going to college in like L.A. or something never even mentions him yeah, I don't know What happened there is this really Hawaii? a perfect family I think we need to get data have, I, don't I don't know, know why we're no, psychoanalyzing
0: the family. Have like family. Two or three, you have like three family scenes. Why would that's they always talk about where, the brother? That's my
1: spinoff where there's like a murder <laughs> happened.
0: When you went to Germany when I was in high school, do you think we were talking about you 24-7?
1: Well, mom called me every day, so <laughs> something. <laughs>
0: Just saying, I don't have a problem with that.
1: I'm just trying to be funny it didn't work who is this brother (laughs) and what is he doing (laughs) modern (laughs) life podcast investigates you you know that SNL sketch where Bill Hader is like the interviewer at one of these like crime shows uh, crime shows Mm mmm (laughs) mmm (laughs) <laughs> Something bad always happens. Like, oh, and then we found her murdered body. And he's like, mm. he's all Just excited.
0: Like
1: that, it. That's terrible.
0: Bill Hader is the best. So funny thing, you mentioned that. I don't know if you saw this video.
1: He <laughs> met the guy.
0: He met the guy who that is based off yeah. of, and that guy, and Bill Hader was like, who's Bill Hader's f- pretty famous at this point. He was like. If you watch the video, Bill Hader is, like, speechless. Like, he loves yeah. this guy so much. Bill Hader's <laughs> being so awkward, and he's, like, meeting, meeting his hero, which is just a weird hero to have. <laughs> and he's even saying to me, he's like, I don't, I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, so stumped so funny. at meeting this true crime guy. <laughs> But he's done that a lot on like some late night things too, where he talks about his love for true crime. And there's this one story he always goes back to where I, I should know that true, whoever that true crime guy is, right, I, right, I forget right. his name. I guess there was, there was one part where he's like, So this and this happened. You know, most people would call 911. You didn't do that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. You can look this up on YouTube. It's hilarious. <laughs>
1: His eyes <laughs> popping out of his head, He's like, <laughs> so excited about murder. Yeah, I totally
0: went on a tangent there. Uh, <laughs> what else we got about this movie? It's a great movie.
1: Another thing this movie demonstrates would, is in the class, the um, this the mean student who didn't end up going to mm-hmm. detention, she's talking about the scarlet letter, and she's like, Oh, yeah. Hester got what she deserved, like, she's a slut, like, <laughs> analyzing this, like, book that takes place in the 1600s, like, oh, they were right <laughs> like, mm-hmm. shame her. And it's very true that, it's, that women will often be one of the biggest advocators against their own rights, and yeah. especially against their own reproductive rights, and really fight very hard against that um, when it's tied in with a fanatical religious belief mm. to it's just it's supposed to be like funny and it is in the movie but it's also like yeah that's that happens like that's the yeah. thing like i think that's why maybe the movie's so relatable too because you you knew all these people you know growing up people who are afraid of coming out of the closet people who you know maybe didn't have a good home life or mm-hmm. it you know it, it rings true in a lot of ways i think
0: yeah
2: I just I think my favorite part of the movie is how much detail goes into everything. Like even you pointed it out, like the shower scene where she's like giving the you know, doing the montage to like uh, Ferris Bueller's day off with the Mohawk. Uh, you guys, I don't know if you've seen that movie, but um, homage, you mean the homage. Sorry, yeah. apologize. Um, anyway but even in the background there's like the the card is is there yeah, in the the she's listening it's like to. it's like such little details like that but they're throughout like the entire thing or like her when she's talking to brandon and he, he's asking her out for the first time and she like she goes you're kinsey you just told me you're kinsey six gay and, like i didn't know what that meant at the time and i didn't get the joke but i guess it's like based off of um this guy, Dr. Alfred Kinsey, who used to work for the Indiana University, and he had this system of one through six to, like, rate how you were gay, and I just think that, like, (laughs) it was, like, if you were, like, a two, you were, you know... So Was Was this guy oh this it's in was... like 1948 god yeah Got so it. one it's like this six that's yeah. random yeah it's like one through six and that's why it's like kinsey's six gay because oh, he's like terrifying. off the scales yeah. no it's 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 horrible <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's like little it's like little details like that yeah. that like you wouldn't there's so many little tiny details a lot of references yeah and, and I think one of the it's reasons brilliant.
0: it makes it so rewatchable yeah. Yeah. because I've seen this movie like ten times. Yeah, and it's, it's a good time every time.
2: Yeah, it's and it, it it's not dated like it's still you can still watch it and like there's it's still relatable.
1: Oh. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I think some things don't hold up that well, but it's like i it, watching. And I'm like, yeah, that was appropriate for at the time or what was happening at the time. Like what yeah. what doesn't hold
0: up for you? I don't the
1: shoes and the shoes. No, I don't want to get into a fight with Stacy, but. The fact that she's like, oh, all these, like, rapey 80s movies are my ideal of love. And I'm like, weah, But people
0: still love those. Yeah,
1: it's (laughs) just like, that part doesn't hold up as well. But maybe that's also because of how many video essays have come out and how many, you know, just things have come out that examine this media and people being a little bit more media literate. And there was just a recent, like you know, sexual assault lawyer analyzes old movies and she points out all different, like offensive. I just think you know, it's different when people. you
0: grow up with those movies, they just have a different but perception she, does for Does she you? grow
1: up with those movies? She's not old enough I to have grown so. up with know. those movies. That's the one thing that I find strange. Like she's not, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you but would know. But we don't
2: have to like. But she also like, I mean, I don't know. She seems to like watch, be a little bit more interesting. Like retro. Yeah. Like yeah. a little retro. So like if she did kind of, I mean, you, it, those movies weren't those movies came out in the 80s like I w- shouldn't have watched them. Like I was I was, oh, right, I was right, right. you know, the, I watched them because they're
1: still popular. Yeah, they were still popular. popular no, not
2: that. I was just kind of like a movie buff like I right. loved watching old movies and it was something that we did like with my sisters. So mm-hmm. it's like a different relation like I have a different the association yeah, with it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, another line that I absolutely love is um, the mom coming up with the present. And Emma Stone goes, mm, put it in the pile of gifts from my other suitors, and it's empty. Like, there's nothing there. I, it's just, I find this movie so funny. <laughs>
0: Somebody's getting a little kick out of herself over there. It's just,
1: there's so many. I just have so many great lines written down.
0: There's a lot of memorable lines in this movie. Yeah, like, sure. oh, you know,
1: a butter knife is a gateway knife. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one (laughs) i do have a question about that last musical number but i think it's just supposed to be a silly like it's not supposed to make sense Mm -hmm. the movie's like making fun of itself because i'm like why are there spotlights in the gym why is the (laughs) principal not interfering in any of this (laughs) well did you ever see ferris bueller's day off um I tried. Okay. I well, see, there's it. a
2: scene with him like ending up in the parade. No, it, it shows it shows it in yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those snippets. Yeah, it's, it, it's like again another. Well, the, like, the
0: movie is constantly referencing these right, old right. movies. But yeah. yeah,
2: that's why I'm like,
1: I know it's not supposed to make sense. Like, yeah. it's no, it's not silly. supposed <laughs> to make sense. It's
2: supposed to be ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Apparently, there was a line in there where she goes, "Um, oh, I can't, I can't stay at a detention. Like, I have a date with the guy I like." And that was a dub over because apparently she said in the script it said, oh, I have a date with, uh, with my boyfriend. And at that point, it wasn't yet established that they were even dating or together. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. had to do a voiceover. So her mouth, what her mouth is saying, boyfriend, but they changed it to her being like the guy I like. So I oh, that was interesting. Oh, I notice that. Huh. Yeah.
0: I find it weird. So the guy who wrote this movie, this happens all the time. There's these little cult movies. This guy wrote this movie. He's the only writing credit. He hasn't done like anything else besides a couple TV episodes since. I don't get how this is like a cult movie that's super rewatchable. How he does like, like one person <laughs> write this and then never does anything yeah, memorable? Yeah, you know, wrote again? the
2: script in ten, like the main part in like a week, and then he took like an extra that. two day, two weeks to write the last ten pages. But the first party like literally wrote 110 pages oh, in like less than a
0: week. Burt Royal, I just yeah. I always find that strange. Where and this happens all the time. It seems like people do like one great thing and then you never hear from them in Hollywood meanwhile you know the guy who made a bunch of shitty X-Men movie gets to direct <laughs> another shitty X-Men movie <laughs> i don't understand
1: uh, but i know a lot of the comedy lines were either improvised and the director also put a lot of them in or at least sure. that's what he said in the du- in the commentary like
0: no a lot of those comedies are always there's so much improvisation like
1: he such a
2: cast of like Comedy comedians right, in this, I think they just like they said that they took like a lot, let everybody kind of influence it because it was yeah. like
1: because I know the director said he was really proud of that line where Todd says "see you in the salt mines" and Emma Stone's like, "yeah, nobody laughs at that it's not funny, nobody gets it." And I'm like, "I think it's funny." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I oh, know it's dumb, I just really like it." <laughs>
0: But that's basically like Judd Apatow's career. Like, I don't know if Judd Apatow is all that funny, but he gets like, he just puts a bunch of people in a movie... And then let them improvise.
2: Well, you know, like the whole scene of her like filming on her laptop is actually, they let her do that all by herself. Right. So, I like, just, all of the webcam stuff, like where you see her filming, she didn't have a director. She did that by herself in her own room, like 14 hours. It took her 14 hours. They did like a long day. Yeah, all, my day. God. Yeah. Really long <laughs> all day. by herself. Yeah. And she's so anal, she like repeated right. it. Like, she kept redoing yeah. everything. She and was finally, like, was her roommate, really roommate was day. like, yeah, her roommate was like, okay, you're done. Like, send that yeah. shit in. It's like, like yeah.
0: a very American way to do comedy. Where it's just, it's not really in the script, if mm-hmm. at all. It's just, it's so much improvisation and...
1: What, you think other cultures don't do a lot of improvisation?
0: No, I know they, I don't know, I just...
2: There's a lot of influence. Like, like the meerkat scene, like, I mean, I'm sorry, he's a, not lobster-tob, is a beaver. Yeah. It was actually supposed to be like a meerkat in the original... And he was supposed to be jumping out of a trash can. Or she was supposed to be jumping out of a trash can. (laughs) And they, like, switched it. Yeah. So there's, like, a lot of, like, changes to the original script.
0: No, it's just a lot of, like, verbal... A lot of verbal comedy, I guess. And then you think of someone like Edgar Wright. Like, Hot Fuzz. Where every... Like I'm sure there's some improvisation, but right. it's, so it's so meticulously calculated, calculated and thought out and ahead of time. Every line references something. It's just different else. types of comedy. Yeah. I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I see what you're saying.
0: Where I just I know that wasn't made up on the spot. Some of the stuff he does, like I, he's been thinking about doing that for three years.
1: Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Anybody else got anything? Nah,
0: it's just a good, good, solid movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be watching this 30 years from now, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. a good laugh. It's Earth Day.
1: It's
0: okay. <laughs> like a lot of, like a lot of gifts from this movie. I feel like
1: constantly. I just, see
2: Stanley Tucci
1: yeah. like popping up, which is he just like kind a of... whole
2: hot meme with that shirt. You know, he like became oh, yeah, yeah. like a sex symbol after that, <laughs> like the hot dad. <laughs> the hot dad. <laughs> <laughs> which I think
0: it's funny. That's going to be like a way things stay relevant. You know, there's going to be a gift for that movie like 20 years from now. People are yeah. like, where's that from? Oh, easy. A. let's watch that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, let's wrap this up. Easy A. Thanks for listening. You guys can always find us on Instagram and the Twitter at Modern Life Pod. You can email us. Email address is modernlifepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Suggestions, feedback, etc. We'll see you guys soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.